Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, All is Well. El Capitan in Yosemite, California is a granite monolith which rises 3,400 feet straight up from the valley. It can be easily climbed from the back by gradually ascending trail. The southwest side of this monolith is called the Wall of the Morning Light because the sun strikes that side first. That side has never been climbed until two experienced ascended the wall in November 1970. 
they made it by driving pitons into the cracks in the wall. Where there were no cracks, they bore holes in the wall. On the entire vertical face, they encountered only two ledges on which they could stand or sit. They spent their nights in tent hammocks suspended from the pitons driven into the rock. When they started, they estimated the feet would take about 12 days. But part way up, they were hindered with winds and heavy rains and freezing temperatures. This also shortened their food supplies and nearly defeated their assault on the cliff. Later, the weather changed, and with courage, perseverance, and endurance, they were able to continue the climb. After 31 days, they finally reached the summit where food and warm congratulations awaited them. El Capitan can be a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is called the Rock of Ages. Isaiah 26, verse 4 states, Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. The marginal reading of everlasting strength is rock of ages. Surely everlasting strength is in him. In Isaiah 32, verse 2, the Lord Jesus Christ is described prophetically as the shadow of a great rock in a weary land. When the Israelites were in the wilderness on their way to Canaan, they murmured because they lacked water. The Lord Jesus Christ instructed Moses to smite the rock in Horeb, and when he did so, water flowed from the rock in abundance. They drank freely from the stream which followed them. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, the picture is explained to us. It states, they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. What a beautiful picture of a rock of ages, which was a cleft for us by the rod of divine justice for our sins. And now because he was smitten and bruised for our iniquities, the water of life, eternal life, flows freely. The Lord Jesus Christ said, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. We appreciate the courage and endurance of the men who climbed El Capitan. But the Lord Jesus Christ does not ask us to endure such agony as these men experienced when they hung in hammocks in freezing temperatures. He endured the suffering we deserve, and now He simply invites us to trust in Him and commit our lives to Him. We may hide ourselves in Him and live for Him who died and rose again. Listen now as Andrea Greenleaf sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Come as you are.
You are listed during the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for a morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Jesse Nagel plays for us the flute this lovely song, Here I Am to Worship.
Man can never have full knowledge or assert by himself the truths of God's Word apart from the special operation of the Holy Spirit. Divine revelation is the key that unlocks the secret of all important reality. The written Word, the Bible, and the living Word, the Lord Jesus Christ, must both receive, for they are the truth. Man, by his own feeble surging with the use of his darkened reason, cannot find God or learn about God. His fistful quest for peace and reality must ever end in disappointing and frustration unless he finds in God's prescribed manner. In Greek mythology, the king Tantalus was punished in the underworld by being placed in a lake whose waters reached to his chin but receded when he attempted to satisfy his burning thirst. Over his head were branches laden with choice fruit, but they went away for his seeking hand when he sought to satisfy his hunger. Tantalus, therefore, became a symbol of utter frustration. Even today, his name is remembered in the English word tantalize. So outside of God, all life is tantalizing. Seeking knowledge and peace, men rush hopelessly onward, like the horse with the carrot attached to a stick protruding a few feet in front of its head. They run frantically for the unattainable prize. Peace, knowledge, and satisfaction elude them, and with Solomon they must finally exclaim, Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. The crowded tavern and the shimmering places of amusement filled with a pleasure-mad throng, loudly proclaiming man's fruitless search for truth and the more abundant life. If you are among this frustrated group of tantalized sinners, tired of chasing the will or the wimps, come to Lord Jesus Christ for rest and peace. Listen to the words of this song as Diane Susick sings, Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace Shall always be my song of praise For it was grace That bought my liberty I do not know just why he came to love me so he looked beyond my fault and saw my
seek thy favor, Lord, and grant that thou would smile on things I do. And when the shifting sands of time surround me, help me to never take mine eyes from you. I shall forever lift mine eyes to Calvary to view the cross where Jesus died for me. How marvelous the grace that caught my falling Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the 70 weeks of Daniel. Daniel chapter number 9, verses 25, verse 26. Know therefore and understand that the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem and the Messiah Prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The street shall be built again, the wall even in troublesome time. And after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people, the prince, shall come, shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. And the end thereof shall be with a flood, and unto the end of the war desolations are determined. Before we look to any further studying of Daniel's 70 weeks, from Daniel's perspective, the church, the body of Christ, was not revealed to him. Hence, the body of Christ is not a part of the prophecy of the 70 weeks. God is not finished with the nation of Israel. The prophecy of Daniel's 70 weeks, the 70 sevens, has not been totally fulfilled because the 70th week is still future. God is not finished with the nation of Israel as the church, the body of Christ today, is not spiritual Israel. And why is the nation of Israel still in existence when other nations and kingdoms have come and gone? Why is Israel, that little piece of real estate in the Middle East, even in existence today? Psalm 89 verse 33. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. Verse 34, My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Verse 35, Once I have sworn by my holiness that I shall not lie unto Daniel. And in Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, It is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Then we go back to Daniel 9. Under the Messiah Prince, so you had... Seven weeks, you had 62 weeks, and after the 69 weeks, or 483 years, you had the issue of the Messiah being cut off in the war. 
after is a prophetic gap time. The first 69 weeks or 483 years ran consecutively, and then there were two events after that issue of the 69 weeks or the 483 years, and then the final week, the 70th week of Daniel. One week equals seven years. So after 62 plus 7, or the 69 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off. The 69 weeks of Daniel 9, 25 and 26 come to an end before the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ. Where do the 69 weeks of Daniel come to an end? At his birth? At his baptism? Luke chapter number 19, verse 42. Saying, If thou hadst known even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from the face. The 69 weeks terminate with the so-called triumphal entry of the Lord Jesus Christ in the city of Jerusalem. Messiah the Prince, its capital P, the Lord Jesus Christ, Daniel 9.25. Cut off means to sever an object from its source or to cut in apart and implies a violent action. If you read Jeremiah chapter 11 verse number 19, Jeremiah's enemies sought to cut him off. The nation of Israel would be successful in cutting off of the Messiah. They demanded that he be crucified. The cutting off is a reference to the cross of Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ being crucified. Also during the prophetic gap was to be a war. Most feel that this was fulfilled in 70 AD when the Roman general Titus destroyed the city of Jerusalem and the temple. Many read Luke chapter 21 verses 20 to 24 and see the destruction of Jerusalem as being fulfilled by Titus in 70 AD. But whereas the context of Luke 21, 20 to 24, it is a mid-tribulation verse of scripture. It is a reference to the middle portion of that tribulation period. Since the war and the reference to the people of the prince, and this is lowercase p, is referred to as occurring after the 69 weeks, but before the 70 weeks, this all must be future. The final week, the 70th week of Daniel's prophecy is still in the future. And if you would like a chart on the explanation of, of the 70 weeks and how they are, the outline of it, please contact us here at the Altoona Bible Church. And then you have Daniel 9.27. We're just going to read a portion of it. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. The word prince began with the lowercase p in Daniel 9, chapter uh, 26, and not dealing with the uppercase. This is not, again, this is not a reference, and he shall confirm the covenant. This is not a reference to the Messiah Prince, but rather it's a reference to the coming Antichrist. The 70th week of Daniel did not follow immediately after the end of the first 69 weeks. There was a prophetic gap between the 69th and 70th week, and it's during this prophetic gap that these two major events will occur. The final week is the 70th week of Daniel, the tribulation period. The tribulation period will be seven years in length. And again, we talk about rightly dividing the word of truth, understanding what you believe doctrinally will affect the way you live for the Lord. Remember, a few years ago, there was groups who talked about that the tribulation period would last over 20 years, and then there was a coming day of judgment. It came and it passed, and nothing happened. 
And the non-believers laughed and they mocked at these people. That's why we need to understand God's Word. We need to see the truth of God's Word and the Word of God rightly divided. So we're going to continue looking at the 70 weeks of Daniel, understanding Daniel does not see the church, the body of Christ, and the final week of Daniel is still future. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? If you've never trusted Him, recognize that you're a sinner, that the Lord Jesus Christ came to die for you, and that through His death, burial, and resurrection, He offers to you eternal life. Believe on Him right now before it's eternally too late in your life. been listening to join the morning from the altoona bible church we trust that you've received real spiritual blessing from this broadcast it is our prayerful desire that you know the lord jesus christ is your personal savior so until we meet again by radio this is pastor Stuart mcclellan wishing you god's best for now and for eternity Thank you.